This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, July 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Bee check for growers launches. China talks picking up. Hemp gets Senate focus. Beehive database goes online. Before applying pesticide products, growers and pest control advisors can easily find out if beehives are within a one-mile radius. The tool... Beware registers beehives as they come into the state. The program soft-launched an online version as a pilot project during the almond bloom this year. A similar program called Field Watch exists in 20 other states. The update, the BeeCheck software launched earlier this month. It allows registered growers to access hive locations, contact beekeepers, and send 48-hour notifications before applying products. This saves growers from having to fax or call the Ag Commissioner's office during business hours to ask about requests for notification. Next, County Ag Commissioners will fine beekeepers up to $1,000 for failing to register or update hive locations. The 2018 bill requiring these penalties, Assembly Bill 2468, set enforcement to begin in 2020. The bill In the current session, AB 450 will extend that to 2021. Eventually, BeeCheck will integrate into crop management tools like Agarian and CDMS. A future update will also let applicators report unmarked hives through the tool. The catch? The number of hive registrants so far have been low. Pest control advisors, ag commissioners, and staff from CDFA's BeeSafe program are ramping up outreach efforts to beekeepers still in the state. That according to Ruth Ann Anderson, director of the California Association of Pest Control Advisors. If we can get our state beekeepers into the system by the end of summer, she said, then it will be that much easier for them to just click and re-register in the same system next year. Keep in mind, the laws behind Beware have been on the books since the 1980s. The new legislation adds enforcement measures as a way to boost compliance. Citrus Mutual Fundraiser features Assemblymember Gray. Proceeds from a fundraiser breakfast tomorrow will support the Political Action Committee for California Citrus Mutual. The keynote speaker is Democrat Assemblymember Adam Gray of Merced. According to the Citrus Organization, Gray has ardently fought for transparency and oversight at the State Water Board. He will talk on water and politics and share his perspective on the new administration. The effect, called Issues and Eggs, takes place at the Veselia Country Club. Tickets are $150. USDA set to release MFP details. U.S. Department of Agriculture will release payment details today for this year's version of the Market Facilitation Program, that according to several sources that have spoken with AgriPulse. Earlier this week, Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue disclosed that payments would amount to at least $15 an acre for each qualifying farmer. But the key issue is the county payment rates. We'll be watching not only to see how high those rates are, but how much they vary between counties. China trade talks may lead to new D.C. round. The next round of U.S.-China trade talks doesn't start in Shanghai until Tuesday. But Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin says he's already optimistic the two days of meetings will lead to another follow-up round in Washington. Mnuchin on CNBC yesterday said, I would say there are a lot of issues. My expectation is this will be followed up with a meeting back in D.C. after this, and hopefully will continue to progress. 
The issues to be discussed in the upcoming meeting include agriculture, according to the White House. Senate Ag probes hemp issues. Key officials from USDA, EPA, and FDA will be testifying at a Senate Agriculture Committee hearing on industrial hemp today. And Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky also expected to be in attendance. McConnell, who's a member of the committee, put provisions in the 2018 Farm Bill to legalize production of hemp nationwide and to make it eligible for crop insurance. The hearing comes as USDA is considering regulations for hemp, including possible compliance testing requirements, and FDA is being pressed to legalize CBD as a food ingredient. Another issue likely to come up is the need for adequate production data to authorize insurance products for hemp. Senate panel acts to boost ag inspectors. A bipartisan bill increasing the number of agriculture inspectors at ports of entry is headed to the Senate floor. The bill, which the Senate Homeland Security approved unanimously yesterday, would authorize hiring 240 U.S. Customs and Border Protection agriculture specialists every year until the workforce shortage is filled. Another 200 agricultural technicians also could be hired annually to support the inspectors. According to CBP estimates, the agency is 700 inspectors short. The bill's co-sponsors include Senate Ag Chair Pat Roberts of Kansas and Ag Committee Ranking Democrat Debbie Stabenow of Michigan. During a House Ag Subcommittee hearing last week, National Pork Producers Council President David Herring said 600 additional CPB specialists were needed to prevent the spread of African swine fever. Deadly hog disease is wiping out herds in China and in East Asia. Goodyear, Mexico plants shut out U.S. lawmakers. A delegation of U.S. lawmakers was taken aback when they were barred last week from touring a Goodyear tire factory in San Luis Potosi in Mexico. Representative Ron Kind of Wisconsin told AgriPulse the lawmakers were looking into whether Mexico was improving labor standards. That's a requirement under the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement and wanted a first-hand look at a factory plagued by recent labor strife. Kind said we showed up on their doorstep Saturday to meet with the plant manager, but they shut the gates down and blocked us from admission. Why it matters? Well, the Goodyear response does not bode well for Mexico's ability to get the private sector to help usher in the labor reform recently approved by Congress there, said Kind. He's one of the House members demanding improved labor standards enforcement for USMCA. Goodyear spokeswoman Melissa Monaco said the company had told U.S. Consulate's office in Mexico that the tour the lawmakers wanted would not be possible. Monaco said Goodyear is proud of our record of providing a safe and fulfilling work environment for our associates at our St. Louis Potosi manufacturing facility. Here's today's She Said It. If there's a problem, we need to fix the problem. But we don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. They, the USDA, can only cite one millionaire in Minnesota who scammed the system. But I would suggest to you that the SNAP program is the program that probably has the least fraud of any program. That Representative Marsha Fudge, who chairs the House Ag Nutrition Subcommittee, talking to AgriPulse about USDA's proposal to tighten eligibility standards for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, July 25th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.